Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Travers Day at Saratoga, Saturday, August 27th. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Lots of stakes races on a great card Saturday. It's a great, all grade one late pick four that we're going to take a look at. So, Jim, we'll just start, take them in order with the eighth race, the grade one Alan Jerkins Memorial at seven furlongs for three-year-olds. You have Jack Christopher shortening up here after trying two turns in the Haskell and fading to third. So I think he'll be a, a heavy favorite in here, back to a one-turn race. Anybody that you can see taking down Jack Christopher? Well, there are a couple of horses on the outside that, that are moving up in class. Um, but Jack Christopher, they tried him in a mile and an eighth. That's probably the last time he'll ever run in a mile and an eighth because he didn't. He only got to be two. He played the second most snaps like for us on defense race, last year. I don't uh, he, he played over 900 far, snaps so out there. Mile, he just he looks better. He's uh, getting stronger at the top of the route. You, you know, we still got to you know keep his hands up and press. He's, he's got length and he's got the ability to stay patient and slide at the line of scrimmage. I can't see. You know, his route recognition is getting better and his understanding of wide receiver splits. And a lot of that is just growth. You have 900 snaps. You start to get a feel of what wide receivers are starting. Starting to do to you, uh, what him, offenses uh, are starting to do out. to you, you know, and you've got enough scars <laughs> that are starting to, to heal. That that you build those calluses, and, and now he's he's a little bit more seasoned and rough, and you know, playing with some swagger. Start also has a lot of room to improve. So, uh, if if anybody jumps up and beats him, I think it'll be accretive simply because he hasn't faced this level before, and he almost beat Gunite last time out in his second lifetime start. So uh, Accretive is my second choice, but Jack Christopher is my first choice and a heavy favorite for the pick four. I uh, could not pick against Jack Christopher for the win here. Um, I think he could get a little bit of a, of a test in here. Gunite uh, ran really well last time, hit the triple digits on the buyer scale. Uh, Conaher's run a 104, so he could get back to that. He could have a say, certainly, and you know if the if the track's a little souped up, maybe that uh, rail draw could could give him an, an extra little boost. Uh, accretive, the nine, howling time, the three, might be worth a, a look at just throwing in there. I'll I'll put him, I think, on the pick four ticket. I, I wouldn't pick him to win, but maybe to hit the the board and and maybe help out a try or a uh, an exacta, but. He is dropping out of a grade one and cutting back in distance, and he's run really well in his last two against Cyberknife. So I'm going to take Jack Christopher on top, but uh, I'm not going to single him when we get to the pick four. Grade one personal ensign is the ninth race for Phillies and Mayors four and up, going a mile and an eighth. And this is a kind of a rematch of the Belmont Stakes Day uh, effort when they got together in, um, I think it was the Ogden Phipps there. You know, it's it's hard to, to take a real strong stand on anybody, I think. I'm going to take a shot with Latruska. She ran so poorly last time that you might get a little more of a price on her. She's run very well at Saratoga. She got at the rail draw. And I'm going to take her on top. It's not a particularly strong opinion. I think I've got to use Clary Air and Malathat and search results, all of them. Search results on her best day, if you're looking for a little bit of a price, uh, might uh, – might have a shot at this, but I'm going to take Latruska on top and go four deep in the pick four. How do you see the personal instinct? Don't go four deep and not don't pick. Don't leave out Crazy Beautiful. Uh, she's, <laughs> I got she's a notch below. She's a notch below, but taking four out of five is dangerous. It's just going to cost you a little more. So I'm going to do all in the pick four. I have a sinking suspicion, however, if Claire Air wins this, 
she is a notch ahead of these other Phillies mayors. I, I just um, the last two races, I thought she was beatable um, by Malathat, especially in the Shuvi uh, at a mile and an eighth. But uh, she beat Malathat fairly easily the last, you know, that last time. The Ogden Phelps, it was a ding donger right down to the wire, only one by head, but beat her by a length and a half last time out. If she continues that, I'll be convinced. However, I really like Malafat. I really like Latruska. You just toss that last effort. It was so bad. You just, I don't know what happened. She was pressured from the beginning, but she was, she went off at three to five and uh, got beat by everybody else in this race. But they wrapped her up at the end, so that won't affect her one way or the other. Uh, she's good enough to come back and win this. Search results is good enough to win it. Um, I think that Molly Pitcher. Uh, helped her out last time out. She got her back on a winning track, and uh, if she moves forward, she's right there. And I'm not going to leave out Crazy Beautiful, although I think it, she is going to be a, a long shot to win it, but crazier things have happened at Saratoga. So Clarier is my pick, but I'm going to go deep to the pick four. Grade one, Sword Dancer is the 10th race in the third leg of the pick four, mile and a half on the turf. It's four-year-olds and up, not three and up, but four and up. And I think this is uh, probably the, the best race to maybe try to catch a, a price and – at least there's not going to be a huge, huge uh, odds-on favorite in here. So how do you see the sword dancer? Well, when Chad Brown has three of the top four horses in here, it's hard to have a strong favorite because you can make a case for every one of his horses. Uh, starting with Adhamo, who ran uh, down a couple of horses in the United Nations after running behind Tribune Tribute uh in the uh, Manhattan. So both those horses for Chad have a big shot. I don't think Tribuvon is going to get an easy lead here, but if she if he does, um, he can take him a long way. And there's uh, there's a little bit of freedom on the outside. Uh, and Channel Maker is going to challenge him, I think, and maybe even Soldier Rising. So if they give him a pass, it's going to be hard to catch him. But I, I don't think he'll get a pass. So going to use all three of the Chad Browns, including Rock Emperor, um, won the Bowling Green at a lower level last time out after not firing in the Manhattan. But uh, and he's probably the third best Chad Brown, but sometimes that is what you need to play because he's going to be the highest price of the three. And then I'm also going to use uh, the Irish horse broom for Aiden O'Brien. Uh, was really good at Ascot uh, two back and, and moved up to King George and Queen Elizabeth and didn't run that well, but was a little bit overmatched there. This suits him better. And if you go back to the Breeders' Cup turf, got a 104 buyer last time out in North America and just barely got nipped by Yibber. So, going to use Broom as well. Going to go four deep in the pick four. I don't see much else in here that can challenge those four. Gufo, possibly, with Rosario and Clement. Um, not a big channel maker fan. I think he's as good as he's going to get. It's just a notch below these. So, four deep in the pick four for me. I took uh, Broom on top. I like the fact that Ryan Moore's coming over to ride. Uh, two starts back, June the 18th, that was a 123 rating on the time form scale, and it probably equates to somewhere around a 108, 110 level buyer here from um, what the conversion, the guys who do conversions uh, usually talk about. Lots well, of great group one form for this horse, so I'm going to take Broom, but I uh, also didn't want to use uh, Adhamo, uh, Rock Emperor, Tribuven. Uh, Gufo, I think, is at his best at a mile and a half, and it's the first time he gets to run it since his first start of the year. So I think that makes him a little intriguing. And then I'm going to throw in Mirror Mission, too, who ran so well at a mile and an eighth on the uh, Derby Day stake to Santine. 
a little bit class-challenged versus these, but uh, certainly it looks like he's a little better this year than he's been before, and um, Ian Wilkes is pretty sharp when he picks his spots going up to Saratoga, so I'm going to go uh, six deep when we get to the pick four. Brings us to the grade one Travers. Three-year-old's going a mile and a quarter, and the more I looked, the more I ended up taking the chalk, which is epicenter. His race in the Jim Dandy ran he equaled his best buyer, and he just did it so easily and uh, was just really push-button that day, and I think he can move forward off that re that effort and run a, a higher number, and if he does, uh, I think, I don't know if anybody can top him in doing that, so uh, I'm going to take Epicenter to win the Travers, and Steve Asmussen will uh, will get his uh, derby. It'll just be the Midsummer Derby and not the Kentucky Derby. But if you're looking for a little bit of a, uh, a price, you know, Cyberknife's certainly improving and uh, merits respect and uh, could be good enough to win this. Um, but, you know, early voting is 8-1 to one and had and ran a 105 buyer in the Preakness. Only five starts with three wins, so there's some upside probably left there. And, uh, you know, with a, the right pace scenario, maybe that horse could hold on at a price and get you a little better exact under Epicenter. And then I think probably the way I'll play it is, is just kind of leave out Cyberknife uh, take a shot against him and and play uh, the two Chad Browns and in an early voting under Epicenter and see if I could get maybe a $15 exacta or better. Uh, how do you see the Travers? I see it as Epicenter being a strong favorite in here, and I think if he repeats the Jim Dandy and just moves forward a little bit, he's going to win the race. But in a, in a pick four where you're trying to get a price, I think it's worth throwing in some other horses. And the horses that you talked about are exactly the ones that I would put in with Epicenter and Pick Four. Cyberknife in the Haskell was very gutsy. Uh, Tybo ran, a, ran his guts out and just, and uh, Cyberknife came back on the inside. Uh, Florent seems to like that inside there at Monmouth, and, and he came back and nipped him, um, which was a big move up for the Matt Wynn. And this horse is really good right now. He's approaching the form, and he's, you know, obviously. Uh, more experienced now, but the Arkansas Derby and, and uh, the Louisiana races uh, before that were really good. I think he's getting better at the right time. Whether he can reach epicenter or not, I'm not sure. Uh, Going to use early voting because of the early speed and because of Ortiz and because of Chad Brown. If he repeats his Preakness, he's going to be tough to handle. And I'm also going to use Zandon. If he repeats his Bluegrass, he's going to be tough to handle. So all these three-year-olds, uh, if they run their best, they can challenge epicenter not going to use rich strike uh, eric reed is talking about how well he's running and he's trying to get more speed in him i think you're changing a horse at the wrong time here if you're trying to put more speed in this horse he's got one shot that's to come from way behind with a meltdown pace i don't think he's going to get that here so i'm gonna go four deep in the pick four epicenter is a, a very reasonable favorite here though at seven to five is probably about where he's going to be my pick four ticket is going to be 48 dollars I considered singling Jack Christopher in the opening leg, um, but I, I think there's a couple in there that might have a shot against him, and if you can beat him, it'll really boost up the pick four. So I'm going to try one, three, six, eight, Connor, her, Howling Time, Gunite, and Jack Christopher in the Allen Jerkins. Uh, four deep, one, two, three, four, or excuse me, one, two, three, five in the personal ensign. One, three, five, six, seven, ten, six of them in the Sword Dancer. And then to keep the ticket reasonable, I'm going to single epicenter. Not uh, entirely confident of, of that position, but just kind of how the math worked out to get an affordable ticket. So it's a $48 ticket for me, 
And if I'm live, I'm going to be rooting hard for Epicenter and hope I've caught a price or two somewhere along the way to make it pay a little bit. What's your ticket look like? Well, my strategy strategy is exactly the reverse. Uh, I'm going to single Jack Christopher in the first leg. Uh, then I'm going to take all in the uh, personal ensign. Uh, I'm not going to leave out that one horse. I've been burned like that before. So uh, all there, only five horses in the race, so it's not too expensive. One, three, five, seven in the sword dancer. And then I'm going to use one, six, seven, eight, uh, Cyber Nice, Epicenter, Early Voting, and Zandon in the Travers for a $40 ticket. I am going to do a different pick four, though, that I might play for more than 50 cents. And that's singling Jack Christopher, the six horse, in the first leg. Singling uh, Clarier, the three, in the first Lindsay. Going four deep in the sword dancer, the same horses I use, one, three, five, seven, and then singling um, the six epicenter in the last leg. So for 50 cents, that's only a $2 ticket. So you can play it, you got three singles in it, but it's got, you've got three really strong favorites, and you might just t- play that thing for, you know, $10 or something. And uh, that, that's, that's the other way I looked at it. I almost put that out as my primary ticket, but I wanted to go ahead and give some people ideas, but I think. It's logical to assume that Jack Christopher, Clarier, and Epicenter can all three win. So uh, that might be a ticket that you do as a saver. Best of luck wherever you're playing on Saturday. Great card up at Saratoga, but they're still running at Del Mar. I've got Ellis Park this weekend. So make sure you have funds in your Keeneland Select account. There'll be a little college football getting started, and uh, you don't want to get distracted and not be able to have the funds to play the races. And then also remember – Kentucky Downs starts next Thursday, opens uh, their meet. So that will be um, some great handicapping, and we'll probably be talking about that one, possibly, uh, that or Saratoga next week for our next edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.